Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. The hardcore legend makes his return. The cops show up again, more than once actually. More strange alliances form, and we preview the road to hell. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Come on, TK. I'm right here, dog. Where my dogs at? Where my dogs at? Right here, dog. Where my dogs at? It's dark and hell is hot. That's the name. That's the title of the album. <laughs> hell in a Cell this Sunday. I'm tying it all together. Do you, Copy. Do you appreciate it? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Welcome, everyone, to the Raw After Show. I get so excited to play music for you now. Please, I get some money from this because of his taxes and everything. Oh, does he not? Uh, he was in jail for tax evasion for a little bit. So worse than Wesley Snipes? Uh, no, because no, I think he might be out. And then he has drug problems and like 17 kids. Well, we and... all know DMX has had his, his vices. <sighs> but he's a preacher, though. Well, you he's know. really good. I mean, he would be good on WWE. I think he would be good on anything. So, Wesley yeah. never went to prison, though, I don't think. Yeah, Wesley went to prison. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, fair enough. Welcome to the Raw After Show. Off to a kick and start. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hell in a Cell happens this Sunday. We're going to go through all the major points as well as preview a couple of matches uh, leading up to this Sunday as well. Johnny LaQuasto here with you at Quasto on all social medias. Um, the hobo slash Robert Baines is... Taking care of business, as he quoted, <laughs> which is that. the weirdest thing to say in our group chat. When he, he just goes, I'm taking care of business, can't make it. I mean, now that you repeat it, I just think he's... It's very serious. Taking, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was the conversation that we had last time. What? What was the conversation? Where it's like wrestlers travel and they just meet women. Could have been. <laughs> he's Either like, way. I'm in the middle of taking care of business. I don't know. I thought it was great. Uh, Evan Mack, follow him as well. He's not here tonight. But who is here? You see her every day on TMZ. And you see her on a lot of things Too all over the interwebs. Yeah, uh, she's the host of Women's Wrestling Weekly here as well. She's got purple braids, which are... Purple, pink, and blonde. I stand corrected. Purple, pink, and blonde. You could do more damage with those... The hair whip? ...than Bianca Belair, I think. Those are... Uh, no, Bianca Belair's is going to be more damaged because it's concentrated. This, if I whip my hair, you might get like one or two. So I'd have to braid it in one long braid to actually do damage. I dig that. Follow her at TK Trinidad. <laughs> She's TK Trinidad. What's up, y'all? And of course, in the booth, we got Tone B. Tone. What's up, brother? Hey, everybody. Uh, so the Wi-Fi in this studio specifically is struggling right now. So we're going to have the chat up on the big screen. We're going to do our best to look over there and see what you're saying. But keep in mind that TK and I cannot actually type back at you right now because, you know, we're having a little bit of them interweb issues. Yeah, it's, it's on the rolling. It's oof. Yeah. Nothing. We're going to have no battery. I'm, I'm, I'm stressing now. I'm like, I'm not connected. I know. For an hour. I, I like okay. seeing the comments. Uh, <laughs> 
We can make the dialogue a little bit bigger if possible so we can read it. Yeah. And, uh... Maybe get connect to my phone, too. I need to see my text messages. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's get into it. We're going to go over the, probably, most of the highlights. I'd say all the highlights of Raw. Mick Foley making his return. He's on the 20-year anniversary tour of the Hell in a Cell when he got broken in half by the announcer's table by The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And, man... Number one, it's good seeing him with Lionel Richie hair. I love that. It's very curly. You know, it looked I good. I mean, it's his natural curls. Maybe he's like, you know, going on. or it could be a perm. I mean, that's the thing too. It so. might be, which is kind of weird. Do they even still? Well, you can get a perm who? for sure. Anyone can get a perm. Uh, really? People? Is that still an in thing for white folks? Oh no, I don't know if it was ever. Well, I think it was. I know my mom used to get perms all the time in like the eighties and nineties. Yeah, um, I don't even know if it's still like. I don't know. Can you buy it in the store? Like, I know black people, you can get a perm, but it's a totally different thing. No, I thought perms, you have to go to an actual No, black folks, you can buy it at CVS. I did not know that. Yeah, that's why I don't know. I've never seen, like, a perm for white folks in the grocery oh. store. Okay, I just remember, so, like, my mom used to go to our neighbor's house, and they had one of those spaceship things that yeah. went down on top of your head. Yeah, it's a whole process for white folks. It's weird. So I don't know. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't know if they even make those products, though. I don't know. Do you think Mick Foley had soul glow in his hair? <laughs> it's possible. It looked pretty oily. <laughs> Just saying. I don't think they make so well anymore. Fair enough. Either way, <laughs> still fire on the microphone. Really fun segment. Elias just gets the best segments, man. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Trish Stratus or Mick Foley. And obviously Elias, he he plays off it really, really well. But man, it's great to see Mick with a microphone again. It's 18 months goes by fast. We haven't seen him in quite some time. Yeah, but well, I mean, um, he was on X-Pac show maybe like six months ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but and I think too the thing with social media is like you... It does go by fast, but you're still seeing what they're doing because I think he has the one. They had he has a one man show and the comedy stuff. So I mean, yes, you know. going on that tour. Oh, apparently they can play. Tina Keys says relaxers. I don't know. Well, I don't hmm. know what you mean. You let me know, Tina. If it's like I'm you not know, sure. Black folks relaxers or white folks relaxers. Yeah, I don't know what either one is. To different. be perfectly honest with you, but well, that's a good thing. That sounds like fun. Uh, but Mick Foley announces that he's going to be the special guest referee in the Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman Hell in a Cell match. It's going to be good. Let me ask you a question. Do you you don't think Mick's going to do something crazy, do you? Like, he's had a hip replacement. He's he... lost a lot of weight. But come on. I mean. I don't know. Like, I feel like he will because it just feels oh like um, oh once an athlete or once a wrestler, always a wrestler, if you put yeah. them in that in that. Frame. I don't think you know WWE will require you to do that, but he might come up with an idea that. Oh boy! I mean, I just don't see him just straight refereeing. I mean, I've seen Mick Foley. Uh, I don't know how long ago, maybe six to nine months ago, he did take the the D flip, if you will, from Joey Ryan. Right. But that's a big difference from doing something crazy in Hell in a Cell. Well, I mean, I, I hopefully he's not falling off like God, no. doing anything that crazy. But yeah. you know, it, it just you know just a little something. I don't I don't see him just straight refereeing. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, does this make you more excited for the match having Mick in a special guest referee? Yes. And I hope that, um, I don't know, there's going to be some type of lead up with him or something during, well, not lead up because it's this weekend, but something during the process that mm-hmm. makes it even like like an element that will make it funny or an element that will make it like, you know, that you're going to look forward to it during the pay-per-view. So. Okay. And uh, Braun Strowman, man, he was on he was on the prowl again tonight. almost the big dog? Almost comically, where he's just throwing stuff, anything that's in front of him, garbage cans, mm-hmm. those random silver poles that don't get used for anything, just nope. kicking them out of the way. He threw a man. I wonder 
it's like he, he's doing a really great job because at one point he, like, he was just a scary. But Wait, now. Sorry, guys. There's some technical difficulty. Do you guys hear that on your end? Yeah. What do we hear? Uh, well, can you just talking. listen clo- closely? Uh, can you guys hear? Good one, Tony. Tony. Never mind. I got it. Yeah, you uh, did. You got it. Well, I mean, you got him. I was like, okay. Yep. I fear no one. That's the best one so far. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like uh, um, Braun has hit this great stride where you're obviously it's, it's fear mm-hmm. because you don't want you don't want to be the person to receive his wrath. But it's also that it's like him and Elias on two separate tracks have mm-hmm. hit that you know funny, but you can still take them serious. It's not like over the top funny where it's just like they're just a complete joke. Yeah. So I, I like I like I don't know how they managed to do that or who helped them do that or whatever, but they've hit that kind of really uh, sweet spot with that. It was a throwback to the original, you know, hunting of Roman when we had the flip of the gurney, we had the flip of the ambulance, mm-hmm. we had the. Oh yeah, that was how long was ago? That was this year, uh, right? I, think I that don't was know. This year. Chat roll, let us know how I long know. ago. I'd like to think it was this. It had to be this year. Yeah, I think it was the beginning of this year or something like that, or the end of last year or something. One of those two. And it then, was recent. Yes, it was recent. And then it all ends with Samoan drop off the announcer's table onto the floor through some tables, I believe. Roman Reigns standing tall holding that title. Hmm. Do you think the title changes hands this Sunday? I hope not. Really? mm Because you would rather see Braun continue to chase down Roman, or you just think that Roman should hang on to this? I think that Roman should hang on to it. And, well... If Braun gets it, I think because, like I said, he he's hit that sweet spot. It might be great either way, and then um, you can have maybe um, the battle with Roman Reigns and I believe Dean Ambrose going for the tag tag uh, tag team championship against. Um, you mean Rollins, Rollins and Ambrose? They're going for it this Sunday. Well, I mean after. So if Roman were to, lo- you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Or they can just go three like how um, New Day does it. Yeah, they could. So do. it's like he can't like. I'm not as steadfast with him either way. I kind of want him to, but there's no rhyme or reason. Like, oh, I feel like because, you know, he's better with the mic. Like, the, either way, they'll be both be good because everybody's still going to hate Roman no matter what. They will. So. And this is Braun's official cash-in. We can't forget for Money in the Bank. He handed it in. So, I mean, that has higher stakes as well, you would think. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, well, now, now I changed my mind. I want Braun to get it. Okay. What's your reasoning? Because I want to see him more on the mic. Which I think he's good on the mic because like he's hit that sweet spot as far as talking and stuff like that. And then he's gonna, but then they do that with Bludgeon Brothers, where Bludgeon Brothers had it, but they could have had it longer because they're dominant. Like I think Braun should. Well, don't have forget it. though, Eric Rowan got hurt. That's why that he had a bicep surgery. Yeah, but I feel like they should have still figured it out. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I should be in the writing room, but okay. maybe not. Anyways, um, I feel like Braun, I think like Braun will um be able to. I think he should hand, have it longer, and he'll be able to maintain it and have the mic skills to do it. And he's also dominant, so he should have it at to at least Survivor Series, if not WrestleMania. The reason why I think Braun is going to take this title is something that happened last week, and that was Ziggler and Drew McIntyre becoming Raw Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. You know, once again, they and obviously they didn't get the best of the shield tonight. And we'll talk about the cops showing up again. And apparently I don't know anything about law. Um, But if Braun wins the title, then they essentially hold all the power on Monday Night Raw. They have the tag team titles and they have the Universal Championship. Right. And then you're going to have the shield 
Yeah, and then the shield can become like three stone colds together and just constantly cause havoc and chase them down for a while. That's why I think, even though Roman just won it, I, I have a feeling that Braun might actually take it. Oh, yeah, because what might happen is like almost a battle between good good versus evil. So you have them and they're trying to wreak havoc through everything and then S.H.I.E.L.D.'s trying to restore balance. Evil versus eviler, but yeah, more or less. Well, I mean... Kind of, sort of. Okay. Well, let's talk about the shield. So it, Raw begins. With, I really like the way Raw started off. I mean, just the brawl, just taking out everyone. They had the um, I way think they were in last week. Yeah, they looked like kendo sticks. They were actually axe handles, I guess, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, big brawl. It all just spills everywhere. And then, of course, Corbin threatens. He threatens to arrest him again. He makes Roman leave. And then later on in the show, <laughs> they confront Corbin. I am a little confused by how the sheriff showed up to read. Corbin is rights. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, I know. There's a little bit of an explanation. Well, I mean, even the cops, like, they're, they're, there's one guy, like, his gun was, like, way too high. Like, it was just all weird. It, and it didn't even look like a real gun. I mean, I'm not saying it should have been a real gun, but they should have been a little bit more mm-hmm. believable. Yeah. So it went from Rollins and Ambrose being threatened mm-hmm. to be arrested by Corbin to them flipping the script and saying, no, you actually did some illegal maneuvers. Mm-hmm. And then the sheriff showed up, started reading off his rights. And then we find out later on from Baron Corbin, as he was talking to Ziggler and McIntyre, there's something called the Napoleonic Code in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? I have no idea. I will read it to you. Okay. It's the Napoleonic Code, or called officially the Code Civil de Francois. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see here. The categories in the Napoleonic Code were not drawn from the earlier French laws, but instead from Justinian's 6th century codification of the Roman law, the Corpus Juris Civilis, and within it, the Institutes. The Institutes divide law into the law of persons, actions, things. Uh The Napoleonic Code divided law into four sections. Persons, property, acquisition of property, civil procedure. I don't know about you, this did nothing to help me understand it. Um, maybe they didn't anticipate you looking it up. Well, <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out how the Napoleonic, and chat roll, by all means, help. Yeah, because I'm, I don't know, I can't. I'm trying to understand how the Napoleonic Code would lead to the arrest of Corbin with what he did. If we're talking about persons, property, acquisition. <clears throat> maybe it was the... Um, something with persons, I would assume. Or the... He, uh, he uh, took their um, like the batons that they had. I don't yeah, know. it was strongly influenced by the laws of many countries formed during and after the Napoleonic Wars. The Napoleonic Code influenced developing countries outside Europe, especially in the Middle East, attempting to modernize their countries through legal reforms. And obviously, New Orleans has an incredibly deep history. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a French, obviously, a French uh, influence, which Look at New Orleans. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know. Can't. Does anyone know? Somebody said Napoleon Dynamite, so I yep, don't know. that's the, the wrong Napoleon, although, <laughs> I God, know. I would love. <laughs> I don't know if the chat knows, but you could do a deep, well, I would be doing a deep dive now, but Napoleon's the, the guy that put working. his hand in his side pocket for some reason. No, I, if, I would love to live in a city run by Napoleon Dynamite. That'd be fun. Mm. Just everyone would eat just tots for everyone. Tater tots. I think I'll pass on that one. Anyway, so yeah, that's kind of what um, that's kind of what was going on there. The Napoleonic Code. Real quick, I believe Orlando Orego might have a theory. Yeah. When he goes, isn't it uh, falsely accusing someone a crime? Of a crime. Orlando, that makes perfect sense to me because okay. technically, that's kind of what Corbin did. Oh. 
Because remember we talked last... Refer- yeah, but then technically it would have to be in that state. Like, if he's talking about the falsely accused him of a crime, it didn't happen in New Orleans, it happened mm-hmm. somewhere else. And it, it's state, like... That doesn't cross well, over well, to another state. If we're going to go that route, you, you, you can't go to the courthouse on Labor Day like last <laughs> yeah, week. True, so, I true. mean, let's just... Okay, um, well, we'll just stick with that. That one sounds more plausible. Let's, Orlando let's Orego, yeah, you are kudos. the new lawyer of chat role. There you go. Lawyer Orlando, that's what we're calling you. Good call, buddy. Mm-hmm. So this Sunday, we're going to have Ziggler and McIntyre taking on Rollins and Ambrose for the Raw Tag Team titles because the B-team mm. <sighs> lost their rematch. <sighs> I hope... There's something else out there for the B team. I don't know. I think they might be taking a little break. But they just got new music. I know, but like, where do you see them going? It just seems like they lost the. the, the unless they, unless they somehow, like, the storylines are not made for them at the moment. So they're just gonna fall to the bottom, like the abyss of they're mm. in the locker room for you know six weeks. And then hopefully they or somebody else comes with a, a good storyline and then they come back with something else. I hope there's something that they can do with someone because they are so entertaining. But this week we didn't even hear them talk. And yeah. that made me feel sad because I'm like, oh, man, these guys. Yeah, they had a nice it. run. Unless, well, I mean, can they really just can you really just cross over to another brand or you have to like wait until like, I think there has to be. A they don't trade. have. The, yeah, they don't have the power to do that. No, because, you know, it's like the Bellas are actually on both. So. Well, the Bellas, uh, hey, it's a whole different beast. they have their own TV show. I yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I feel like this was all a quick decision of the whole Ziggler-McIntyre. Uh, this doesn't scream of anything that was thought of six months ago. I feel like this was kind of a... Well, maybe they needed somebody, they needed something to go up against the Shield. So the Shield right. is back. Right. So they want, to, they definitely want, like, obviously the Shield is more important than the B team. Yeah. So they wanted they wanted some type of storyline that would go up against the shield instead of the shield just kind of you know waving through the waters and just you know doing matches every week. So mm-hmm. I mean that's what I'm saying. They had to sacrifice the the B team was a sacrificial lamb. I think you might be right. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. If Braun wins the title, then you have the three of them holding their titles. Right. That will definitely have a balance of power shifting going on, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Very important question, TK. Yes. As someone who's a fashion maven like yourself, Alicia Fox. Uh, oh yeah, she looks she looks amazing. Amazing once again. Mm-hmm. Drake Maverick, better with the tank top or better with his uh, replica AOP? AOP was terrible. What do you mean? Last like, week? Like his, his outfit was terrible. Last week? Yes. So you're going to go tank top this week? I mean, okay. Not your choice, though. You'd rather what? Suit? Uh, like a suit-esque. Okay. Like it could be a nice pair of jeans and a, a button down or a nice top or something like that. Like that just seems more of his style mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like my my eyes are going to bleed because last week was just like what is going on one thing i did appreciate this week don't know if you saw it he posted a team photo uh-huh. but you only see the top of his head <laughs> so he's like two feet shorter i like that yeah he's on the you know the the challenge side he is hilarious in every way bobby Roode, chad gable once again they team once again they have a win but chad gable Tags himself in at least two times blind tag gets the win with the german suplex and the bridge I actually really, I'm entertained by these two. What do you think? Um, well, somebody in the chat said if Alicia Fox was on STD, she would be on uh, Christian's Closet. I, mean, I wow. agree. That would that would be, I mean, maybe if you're on the show next, or if you're on the show tomorrow, just, you know, I'm sure he's watched Raw, so bring it up to him. She looked amazing. I'm sorry. I was just, Alicia Fox was, that outfit that, outfit that she was wearing, sorry to like totally, she, she shouldn't have been on Raw. She should have been like 
uh, I think they had New York Fashion Week. Like this is where she yeah, should have been. she knows how to shine for sure, even when yeah. she's not uh, in a match. Yeah. And Zeno Hour says, "Can someone explain this pairing, please?" I'm assuming he's talking about AOP and Drake Maverick. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, as we saw by possibly Leo Rush, it looks like maybe managers are finally starting to make a comeback, which. I think there's always a place for managers in pro wrestling. Their personalities, they can talk, they enhance matches, they give you more options with the finish of a match. I mean, I'm a massive, massive fan. And it gives people jobs. Yes. Versus just them being in the locker room and you barely see them. Yeah. Like now, you, you mm-hmm. now more people get more more camera time, and there are some people who are better with the mic than others. Mm-hmm. So if they're better with the mic, it's it's almost like a sacrifice. If you're better with the mic and you get to you know be the manager of this person, and this person is better, so almost like a um, Titus and Apollo Apollo Cruz, like sure. that would work. I mean, we already know where where they are according. To Evan I'm not Black giving Park up Jordan. on Apollo Crews. I'm not giving on, up on him either. TK's closet. I like that. Maybe that'll be something. Hey. Uh, I'm not giving up on them either, but it's just frustrating to me. So I'm just... Mm. Right. Yeah. But you never know. That, Bobby, I, th- I think Leo was great, though. Yeah, we'll get to that for sure, because I want to talk about that. Bobby Roode, Chad Gable. I'll be honest. I'm into it. I mean, it's a, mm. weird, it's a weird pairing, but Gable's winning me over with... Him kind of like jumping in, like he's almost like, like so Scrappy. Exciting. He's like Scrappy Doo. Yeah, he wants to like jump in and do everything, but he's winning matches and Rude is happy so far. But it makes you wonder how long it's gonna last. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna get annoying. Yeah, but damn it, they're both really good. They are both really Oof. good, but I just the, the pairing is just you know kind of off. Yeah, but man, Chad Gable's fun to watch. So yeah, he he is. He just needs a really great um, storyline. This could be one, perhaps. Where, yeah, they kind of build up to the point, and now then Rue pretty much just says, you know, we've gotten to this point. You've helped me come to this point. Now it's just me from here on out or something like that. I'd like to see them have a nice little run together. Eventually it's going to become Bobby Rude beating the holy hell out of him, I'm sure. Yeah, because it seems know. like even when he went in for the hug and he was excited, Bobby was like, oh, yeah, great. Yeah. But, you know, let's not get too attached. It's something. They're making something out of what many would consider something that would have never happened before. Yeah. So we're down with that. Um, I think match of the night, well, obviously, Balor and Elias, was they're always going to be good. Mm-hmm. But I really liked Mickey and Alexa, Ronda Rousey and Natalia. I love the fact that they were trying to break down Ronda, whether it was the knee or whether it was the mm-hmm. ribs, the kick at the end. I dug that. Yeah, it, it seemed it, that because you have people who are experienced, um, it makes her it makes her look good. Um I just well speaking of TK's closet, I just don't like her look. I'm not a fan of her look. Oh, I I like it though. It's so much different than everyone else. She's not trying to look sexy. She's she's built to beat people up. It's way different. Because um, she could she couldn't wear what Alicia Fox wears. You know what I mean? No, I wasn't asking her to. Okay, so what would you rather? Um, I mean the. The the outfits that she was wearing at UFC were like even though they're standard outfits like even something like that is still good like the the tights are a little bit too high mm-hmm. and I understand it because I remember um, I interviewed uh, Becky Lynch when uh, for Maria's show and she said now girls are wearing things to cover their stomachs not because they're trying to cover the stomachs but if you get them in the bad, bad angle it looks like they have something that they really don't so not, I, not just that I think you just feel more protected if you're covered up a little bit too. no it's it's, it's is it all aesthetic okay yeah. I, I know I would feel a lot more protected if I was like covered up a little with bit the, with a piece of fabric you're protected sure from what? it's just it, mentally you feel a little more I don't know I don't wear belly shirts but if I did I'd probably want to yeah and the shorts go a little higher no just my thought not needed because yeah. if you wear a belly shirt then you're showing off your 
All right. Well, I stand corrected. Just, I just don't, I don't understand how you'd be more protected. With I don't it. know. So, I'm weird. I just, I just, like, I love the top part, but those tights are just janky. Like, mm-hmm. they need to do something with the tights. Like, Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all this content for you, the listener, free of charge, is our amazing sponsors. Today, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is one of those sponsors. Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is a comedy podcast featuring brother and sister duo Alex and Christine as they recap dramatic readings of one-star reviews written by real people with not-so-real problems. Whether it's a bar's no-throw-up policy, or a barista who's just too friendly, or maybe a school psychologist's fashion sense, reviewers complain about everything. Prepare for equal amounts laughter and eye-rolling. Each week, Alex and Christine cover topics ranging from strip clubs in Vegas, ghost tours in New Orleans, or DMVs in Phoenix. They nobly delve into the cesspools of Yelp, TripAdvisor, and other review sites to find you the best of the worst. Listen to Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting apps. You can also find them on all social media platforms at beach too sandy like at least put some accent on it or something it's just really it's like from and i love her hair it's nothing like i'm not saying that they have to do the whole glamour thing like a lot of the other girls do um but it's just that bottom half it's just oh we're just gonna throw on a pair of tights mm-hmm. it's just not it's not cute overall though really enjoyed the match and obviously um ronda made mickey tap i think what? yes yes uh so leading like in... she's about to cry too yeah well that armbar is pretty brutal so leading into this Sunday, we have Alexa Bliss, Ronda Rousey. I, I mean, obviously the la- when Ronda won the title, that match was over in Jesus four minutes. Mm-hmm. You got to believe there's going to be more of a fight put up from Alexa's this time. Yeah, I mean, I hope we're going to see some of uh, Alexa's uh, antics, like you know when she has um, because I think she has was it she double jointed or something? Yes. Like I, I'm hoping we're going to see more of Alexa's antics where it's I, I don't see Ronda losing the belt, but um. Alexa is so good at, especially since she's small, but Ronda's kind of small too, but she's smaller than Ronda. Ronda. Um, Alexa's so good at selling it, like making that, like, okay, she's almost there. She almost has it. So I think this is going to be a good, a good, um, a good match. Yeah, I think it's, it's one I'm looking forward to more so than most on the card, that's mm-hmm. for sure. And lastly, we're talking about Lashley and Leo Rush. So Lashley's just working out in the middle of, oh my the, God, of the broadcast. Oh my God, such a good, I love that. Which cracked me up. I mean, especially they, they, for the folks like, for the folks who are appreciators or who appreciate, you know, bodies, Jesus. they got a nice angle of him. So you see like into his top. So, cause it's cut, right? So you see, yeah. you know, all the chest stuff and you see the muscles, you see the veins. It was Tell lovely. Man. Just when I start to feel good about like the shape I'm in, right. I, I see Lashley and I'm like, oh no, no, no. Oh yeah. You should probably avert your eyes. Yeah. I mean, most of the guys on there are pretty... Oh, absolutely. But Lashley is just next level. I do want to see, like, his... I need to get a close-up of his calves, though. I don't know if they're... uh, Yeah, because they might be small. Remember I saw Jinder Mahal? He's, like, he's, he's like, amazing. He's a mountain of a man up top. And then his calves... Like, his legs are fine, too. Like, his thighs. But his calves are, like, a little on the small side. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious to see what Lashley's calves look like. Uh, Would you judge his calves? I wouldn't judge it. It's just more curiosity. You still okay. appreciate the work. Like, there's nothing worse than a dude who has a, a high, like, a good top half and the whole bottom is terrible. Like, that's just not good. But he has some, like, legs and the calves are just low on the small side. And then we can, we can roll with that. So, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. And that. That's facts, though. Don't skip leg day. Don't skip leg day. I love skipping leg day. It's oh, the best. Oh, God. I mean... Legs is where all the power comes from. Yeah. That's probably 
you know, what Bane's doing right now because he does leg day and he, then he, he does the work. Bane's does a lot of heavy things. There you go. That's for sure. Boom. So Leo Rush shows up and I, what do you think? I mean... Um... I I don't know because I remember when I was first introduced to him I thought I saw him on Instagram randomly like doing these crazy flips and he has talent and skill in the ring. Yeah, his was just his mental he, he hasn't been in wrestling for that long right. and he rubs a lot of people the wrong way I've he, heard including that. when he first got signed. Yeah. Um there's a, a whole there's a whole Twitter thing. Oh yeah. And and this is nothing that we're not pulling the curtain like everyone knows about this like yeah. he's you know, pissed off a lot of people. But is he? Does he piss people off because he just feels himself too much, or is he just like, I don't, I, I don't know. Is he almost like a Enzo type? Mm, let's not so, go that far. But. Uh, yeah, hopefully not. But um, I just hope that his skills don't. He's he's great today, and I just hope his skills just don't get buried because because of that. Because if that's the case, and I'm sure he wants to stay with WWE, but there's a lot of other places that you know can bypass the the his what he's known for and use his skills. Because I definitely want to see him yeah. do those amazing things in the ring. I kind of like this combination, though. Yeah, some people on uh, the, the, the tweets, Twitter, was uh, they, they didn't really, they weren't really feeling it. But I do like it because um, I think it's giving Lashley a different angle. Because, I mean, he was talking about his, like, family. Remember that whole thing with yeah. Sami Zayn? That was kind of weird. Um, then, like, he's kind of, like, the good guy. And I, like, just don't piss him off. But he's the nice guy. I think he needs somebody almost to be, like, his, his advocate where, you know, he's doing all the hype. And he's saying this, look at this specimen. He's great. Look, like, there's no. Exactly. So now he doesn't have to hype himself up. Because his body of work, his body for Lashley is amazing. It speaks for itself, but you probably not need... sure about the calves, though. Not sure about the calves. Well, yeah. I mean, screenshot. Somebody has it. Um, but you know, then you have somebody speaking and saying, "No, this, this, he's great. He's amazing." And anybody that you put him put him up against, he's going to destroy them. And then you know, so it, it it could be a it could be a good little run. I might be jumping the gun here. A much lighter version of E forty. Okay, fair okay, enough. Good job, right. AJ Caldwell. Okay. Um, I'm probably jumping the gun here because they just had this thing tonight. Mm-hmm. But if this works, this could have the level of importance that, like, Zelina Vega had with Andrade Cien Almas. Andrade Cien Almas, no, they didn't know what was going on with him. Mm-hmm. They paired up together as her. He, she was the business manager, not yeah. the girlfriend, the business manager. And the sky's been the limit. Mm-hmm. I mean, within one year of debuting on NXT, they're already on the main roster. And they're feuding with Daniel Bryan and Bree and, and helping out Miz and Maurice. They're killing it. Yeah, I mean, they're doing really well. If Leo Rush, if this thing works out, you could have Lashley, bam, right into a title picture before you know it. Yeah, and, and not disappearing and, before a major pay-per-view. Yeah, and we could finally get that black heavyweight champion that we want him to be. Because <sighs> Leo Rush can be the catalyst for it. And then, boom, you got a hell of a heel team right hey, there. Hey, I hope for it. And I know a lot of other people hope for it. I do too. I, I love speak Lashley. For Evan, Evan probably hopes for it too. But um, yeah, we'll see. Lashley deserves it. He's he, he does know. deserve it because he only has. I mean, he looks amazing. I think he's in his forties or he's late thirties. Forty-one. So he's in his for like. There's I, I know people who you know do the indies and they wrestle all. Into, but I mean, he legitimately has a certain amount of time left. Sure. So I mean, I, I would love to see that, and I think it'd be a good run. And even if he has that, he. When and if he gets the belt, then he has somebody speaking for him. So then that extends it a little bit more. Agreed. So um, and I could see a lot of pair ups as far as matchups after that. Um, so this might be a good a good thing for him. I really think it can be. And from what we saw from Leo talking tonight, it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. And he could be that dude that gets pummeled 
while helping Lashley win. And like I said, before you know it, boom, he's right in the middle of a title picture. Yeah, I mean, it's no different than other 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 folks. Uh, Kofi, Kofi does need to be... I mean, there's so many things. Why The Rock is black. Okay, we'll just... I mean, look, I'm just going by what they're saying, dang MQ, all right? Uh, well, I mean, do they, do they, mar- have they marketed The Rock as the first black champion? Not that I know of. Because I think he claims more Samoan. Yeah. Because usually what happens if you're, if you're kind of have His two, mom is Samoan. So. Yeah, if you, well, if you have two of whatever, so for instance, like I'm, well, I'm three, I'm Canadian, I'm Trinidadian, I'm Guyanese, you usually kind of go with one because it tends to confuse people. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he was going with the Samoan thing because... The wrestling heritage. Right. I, so, I guess it all depends on what your choice is. Like me, my last name is Italian. I'm not all Italian, but that's what people assume I am. And so I go, yeah, sure. That's yeah, what I am. Like so, yeah, people can't handle too much. Especially, yeah. like, no. So Either technically way. guy, I guess, but... I'm excited to see where this Leo Rush Lashley thing goes for yeah, sure. Yeah, and I hope they're going to let it, like, let it build. Instead, because sometimes what they do is they have stuff which it seems like a great idea, and of course we don't know what's going on, you know, behind the curtain. But it's just like they could have let, they could have let it kind of go. So I'm hoping they're going to let it build to for it to potentially be something great. And that, and that, I think that should open up to other managers too. Like, I mean, obviously we've talked a little bit about it, but you know, Titus should be a manager. Yeah. Either of you kinda know, is but yeah, kind kind of is but kind of not. It's very confusing. So you know, you never you never know. Speaking of which, last week we saw Dana Brooke leave, and right. we saw nothing of Titus Worldwide tonight. So yeah, he popped up somewhere. I think in the beginning, like briefly. Yeah, I remember seeing. Yeah, I remember seeing his suit. Interesting. But yeah. So moving but that's on. Most of the time, that's mostly what we see. Yeah, Hell in a Cell this Sunday. As of now, there's only three matches from Raw. On the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. Rousey versus Bliss with the tag team title match, Roman versus Braun. Um, I mean, I think these are all going to be really solid. I mean, I think it is going to be solid. Um, I personally, ah, Booker T. Um, right, he was the five-time WCW slash world champion. Um, but I think they're talking about the WWE championship. I think I might be wrong on that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We can find out. Uh, there's actually a website we could probably find out. Um, I think this is this is going to be a great pay-per-view, but I think for me, uh, I'm actually bypassing it. I'm really looking forward to Survivor Series for some reason. One, because it's probably in L.A. Uh, so that's probably one main reason. But um, Wait, isn't there one in October, though? Gotta be a pay-per-view. Probably, but okay. the one in November is Survivor Series. See, I always thought in the past, Hell in a Cell was in October. Yeah, but here I think so. Is... Chat roll. What pay-per-views in October? There's got to be one because Survivor Series is uh, November, November like 11th or something. Something around that. No, I know it's when I'm gone. Uh, it's November like 18th or 19th. Oh. I'm, I'm out of the country for a week. Oh, that sucks. Yep. That's when Survivor Series is. Oh. Yeah, what do you We have so much going on with that too. Uh, is it Mercy? No. No. No, Mercy's long gone, isn't it? Oh, Super Showdown. Yes. Ah. So Super Showdown is October 6th, and then that paves the way. So it's a five- to six-week layoff for Survivor Series. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Survivor Series. I mean, I'm going to watch this, and I'll be live-tweeting uh, for, I think I should, I, yeah, 90, 80% sure I'll be live-tweeting uh, for Women's uh, Wrestling Weekly, our, our um, Twitter handle. Good deal. Um, but Halloween Havoc, good call, Haywood. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, oh, and then Evolution 2 is coming up. In October. Oh my God! There's yeah. There's two in October. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. But I'm. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna hope that we're gonna see great things. But sometimes some of these pay per views are just. 
um, they're just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. So some of the some of the cards are really good, but and we'll this see. card is great. You have Charlotte and Becky. That's going to be fire. Mm-hmm. AJ and Joe. Are you kidding me? Um, Daniel Bryan and Bree, Miz and Maurice. That'll be theatrical. Uh, Hardy versus Orton and Hell in a Cell. There's some crazy s that's going to happen there. Yeah. So this card Hopefully is not actually... that ear thing. I can't even. Every Ooh. time he does the ghost for the ear, I have to turn my head away. Yeah. Um, but this card is really good. Now, out of these three mm-hmm. Raw matches, which one do you think is most likely to have a title change? Rousey Bliss tag team match or Roman Braun? Roman Braun. Yeah, me too. I think the other two stay. I I'm starting to yeah, think. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna. They, it's too. You can't give. You can't give Ronda the title that she. I I personally think she shouldn't have got. Right. And then take it away and give it to back to Alexa. So yeah, yeah I'm starting to think Braun's gonna win this damn thing. Mm-hmm. So with that said, that is the go home raw. Boom for this week. And uh, why don't you put yourself over and tell everyone what you want them to see or hear or um, enjoy. Wow. So uh, this week on Women's Wrestling Weekly, we have uh, a f- former uh, Impact Knockout. Can you say? Uh, fellow Canadian. That's all I'll give you. If you go on uh, Women's Wrestling uh, Weekly on Instagram former or WPW Impact. Weekly on Twitter, uh, we'll be announcing who that guest is okay. tomorrow. Um, oh, I have an idea. Yeah. So, and actually, we're really booked. We have a lot of people lined up. A couple, uh, two WWE champions, uh, some owners. It's really, really excited. Uh, so you can see me on doing that. Also, uh, you can see me. I, I mean, just follow me on TK Trinidad Radio, TV, video. If, if you're interested in anything from all the way from West Indian music all the way to hip hop. All that type of stuff. You'll catch me on some radio station somewhere in the world. Boomtown. Uh, at Jay Quasto. Uh, guys, I'm officially doing a comedy special. Sunday, November 11th. I released my promo video today. One of many promo Hilarious. videos. Thank you. I was really happy with how that came out. Yes. I, I got two more like that okay. where my right brain tortures me in every video. Because I, I, I feel like, then I was watching, I was like, it's really good. I was like, is he, is he tortured like this every day in real life? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys should watch it. So if you're anywhere in Southern California on November 11th, I'd love to have you. Free tickets. I'm doing two recordings, 7 p.m., 9 p.m. It'll be the biggest night of my life. So, or if you can't make it, if you see my videos on social media, give it a retweet, give it a share, because um, I want this special to be amazing, and I'd love to have you there. Also, Blackcraft Wrestling, our next pay-per-view, Friday, October 5th, Anaheim, California. Yep. Go to blackcraftwrestling.com. There's a web series out now. You can watch on demand our first pay-per-view, Burning Bridges. There's so much going on. This is a huge movement. Get on the Blackcraft Wrestling train right now. Go to the website. I cannot wait for October 5th to be calling those matches again, guys. So, And also, Tone be Tone! Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Anthony Becerra. You can find me everywhere at Tony B. Tony underscore. Also, if you enjoy horror movies and all things horror, I have a horror show on our sister network, the Pop- Popcorn Talk Network here on the uh, uh, YouTube. So it's every Tuesday at 4 p.m. So if you love horror, come join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're, we're live. Join us in the live chat. I always like say what's up. And, yeah, thank you for the shout-out. There you Great go. And, show, of course, guys. every single week, you can catch me sitting right next to the legendary Sean Waltman on Xbox 12360 right here on AfterBuzz TV. So make sure you're listening and downloading that as well. It's a really fun show. All right, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We love you. See you next week. Ciao. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later.
expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.